Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is O from Locker Room BO. This is your boy B. We got today a very special guest, uh, our friend Alex Williams, who is also another podcaster. Um, go ahead, Alex, introduce yourself. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm Alex. Been podcasting for a couple of years. That's how I know these guys. And uh, I'm excited to just hang out and chat. Yes, well, we definitely appreciate you uh, reaching out to, to us and, uh, you know, wanted to be a part of the show. So thank you for that, for sure. Appreciate yeah, it, man. Thank you. Um, so interesting fact, Alex is our first Canadian. Uh, oh, nice. Am I your yes. first? Yeah. Rad. Alex yeah, is our first Canadian friend uh, coming on the show. Um, I do have other Canadian friends, so shout out to my friend Janae, who lives in uh, Saskatchewan. Did I say that right? Saskatchewan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. yeah. So she lives yeah, out there. Beautiful place. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She. Yeah. I was supposed to go uh, visit her a while ago. She told me I could stay in her barn. So <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> I was. I didn't know exactly what to picture, but uh, you know, overall, I still wanted to go. Yeah. 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 It's a definitely my second favorite province. It is, uh, and and probably the most underrated province in Canada. It is gorgeous. Really? Why nice. is that? Yeah, you know, uh, every, everybody kind of sees it as this just, like, flat, nothing interesting, just growing wheat. Uh, but it actually has a lot of, it even has sand dunes, it has forests, it has lakes, um, lots of agriculture. And it's just, like, I, I also enjoy looking out on that flat landscape and, like, seeing the sunset, sunrise, huh. beautiful place, really nice people, too. Nice. So, okay, so before we get into it, right, so I'm going to be your typical mm -hmm. American guy and kind of, okay. you know, ask you about your Canadian stuff, right? Um, okay, yeah. So why is it that, uh, oh, I guess there's a stereotype maybe of Canadians being really nice, mm -hmm. right? Okay, yeah. So why would, why is that? Uh, I think because <laughs> we're nice, uh, or at least we try to be nice. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if there's a reason. I don't know if Canadians are necessarily nicer than Americans, um, overall. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure what it is. I think it could be partly due to our relationship with the rest of the world. The U S is a lot bigger of a country and so it has a lot more power, okay. um, which, you know, gives a lot more opportunity to maybe get in trouble. Um, right. Canadians have gotten in trouble. Can Canada has done stupid things. It's just, I think that we're a tenth of the population, so it's less in the limelight. And uh, people like looking at, like, oh, look at the Canadians. Like, aren't they nice? You know, right? Um, or maybe, or maybe we really are just nicer. I don't know. I so, feel like, like you guys have a. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Oscar. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. I feel like you guys have a lot more um, less worries in terms of like healthcare. I know mm -hmm. it's like universal healthcare out there. So, you know, outside of that, there's really nothing to be like, you know, 
sad about or mad about because you know <laughs> if anything happens you're going to be taken care of you know so I yeah, know. that's, that's my know, correlation to it yeah that is a big thing i think that could have something to do with it uh it does take a a big weight yeah off for sure our shoulders mm-hmm. right like what like what you said uh if something happens to us like we're not as worried about it for sure well we go to the doctor and we get taken care of and yep. uh and it's great you know um not that it isn't without its flaws exactly exactly it, it does remove a little bit of stress so i think that could be part of it is just we're a little bit more relaxed about things a little bit more laid back for sure in in a weird way yeah but even yeah. when you're not right like i mean you kind of are not necessarily you specifically just you know canadian in general uh um, right so like, like i said i have a lot of not a lot i have a few canadian friends that i still talk to every mm-hmm. once in a while um but one of the funniest things that they told me was, you know, what we're not that they were nice. You know, we'll probably cuss you out and beat you up, but we'll apologize for it after. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's I think that's, that's where the whole sorry eh, came from. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So is that said a lot like in Canada or is it like specific parts of Canada? Um. Yeah, actually. So from my understanding, um, sorry. So I've had American friends tell me that when you get in a car accident, you do not apologize um, because then that makes you liable. Like yes. they can take that to court and be like, well, you apologize. So that's an admission of fault exactly. in Canada. Saying sorry is not an admission of fault. So mm. like you can say sorry all day long, like, and it's not, it's not saying I did it or anything. It's just, it's uh-huh. just, oh, I'm sorry. Just, like, sorry about that. Like, most, yeah. it's, most, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. 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 Yeah. It's just every, everything, everything we do, everything we say, sorry is said a lot. Like that's, that's an actually very true stereotype. It, that is yeah. so hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at the beginning of the show, well, actually not the beginning, but just kind of chit chat you know, kind of like break the ice off air. Um, mm-hmm. You said that you felt left out because you were the only one not wearing a hat. Um, yeah. And they said the closest thing that you had was a, a was it a toque? Yeah, a toque. A toque, yeah. right? So I yeah, uh, I use I made fun of my friend for this word because, um, obviously being American, it we I I wouldn't color um tolerate that to uh to a beanie because what what we right. is have is a beanie, you guys call it toques, but you also have uh, a beanie, but it's something else, right? I don't think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, we do. Um, so growing up as a kid, when I thought of beanie, I always thought of the like rainbow hat with the little propeller on the top. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like that you see in cartoons and stuff sometimes. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if that was like a just me thing or if that's a Canadian thing or in my region or what. But when whenever I heard beanie, that's what I that's what I thought about. OK. Um yeah, but a a toque is just like it's like a warm hat. Okay, yeah, they're yeah, pretty yeah. dope. They're pretty dope. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, uh, we uh, cause so the reason why I I've met a couple of Canadian friends is it's my my line of work. Uh, we could travel and have uh, business meetings, and oh, nice. Um, you know our company expands to Canada as well, so they'll come from Canada, okay. and you know we'll meet um, up in Winona, Minnesota. So. Okay. Uh, that's where I've met most of my Canadian friends. Actually, that's the only place I've met my Canadian friends, to be honest. Um, yeah. And so, you know, we've visited during wintertime in uh, Minnesota, 
and you know we all have beanies on and we're talking about beanies and the whole conversation just came up as far as the toque mm-hmm. so the whole entire week we were there for the meeting is the joke was the toque thing so we kind of tend yeah. to, to pick on our canadian friends very, were those very were much. those friends actually wearing uh toques though like the actual warm hat well have, do you she, know what it looks like no what she said is like what i was wearing they would consider that to be a toque oh okay yeah, so right. like the the word beanie is something else in in Canada. Yeah, because I, I just looked it up and like their version was like the the beanie kind of thing with the sideburns. Is that correct? Oh yeah, that so that can also be a toque. That like, could also okay. it's kind of, it's both. Yeah, got it, yeah, got yeah, it. Okay, yeah, got yeah, it, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Yeah, a toque a toque is really just like any warm hat. Got any it. Hat okay, that you wear to keep warm. This is a generic it. term. Got mm-hmm. it. Got mm-hmm. it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Alex, yeah. With, with you being from from Canada um, and still following stereotypes, who mm-hmm. is your favorite hockey team? Hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, I really got to apologize for this. Oh, I, man. I, I, uh, I don't pay too much attention to hockey. I will always, always, always watch hockey in the Olympics, always everybody yeah. does. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody in Canada misses that for sure. Um, and I'll I'll pay attention to the playoffs a little bit enough to you know be aware of what's happening. Yeah. Um, my favorite hockey team though, um, my my dad uh, growing up was a fan of Toronto. Um, my little brother is a big Boston Bruins fan. Okay. Okay. I I would probably just play it safe and be like i love my hometown i just say the calgary flames like okay just because I, I love my home i don't know anything about the team i don't know who <laughs> plays i don't know the coaches i like haven't watched a game in years but uh yeah i'd probably go with them okay yeah, yeah. that's that's good because that's kind of high i am about football like i'm a huge hockey fan um okay but football like i'm lost like i yeah i have a family team that i would yeah. root for but um Again, I don't know players. I don't know stats. I don't know coaches. Right. Um, I'll just. So, who's your hockey team? The Ducks. The Ducks. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're in California. Just so you kind of know, we're in California. Okay. For yeah. Sure. I I actually watched a Ducks game. Um, when was that? A year ago. Yeah, I went to a Ducks game last February, um, in Anaheim, uh, and they played the Bruins. So my whole family was cheering for the Bruins. Nice. Um, but I was just happy to be there. It was a really really good game. Really good game. Dope, dope. Yeah, I I like when Boston visits. They're they're the the tough teams when they mm-hmm. come in. So yeah, overall I like it. Um, so how is Calgary? I'm actually not there right now. Um, I, I rushed the border because I pay <laughs> for an apartment in Idaho, and uh, and so if I stayed in Calgary, I kind of would have been homeless. I would have been crashing on my dad's couch. Oh okay. Um, rather than being at my place because i'm at school in idaho right now oh, okay right okay yeah yeah so you're doing what like college you go classes? to man oh okay. um yeah so all the classes are remote i go to byu idaho so oh, nice, Young nice. university idaho yeah nice. um and uh very it's very quiet right now since all the classes are remote and it's a college town like everybody went home oh so, like i was going the wrong way right. i was coming back to idaho <laughs> Everybody else was piecing out, heading home to California, Arizona, Texas, you know. Well, For technically, sure. this um, is your home, right? Because it's like... Yeah, yeah. I live here, right? Yeah. Like, all my stuff is here. My apartment is here. My friends are here. Um, 
So, and I've been here for a good year and a half now. So, okay, I enjoy it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I can't help but to not hear your the typical Canadian accent. Like, is that something you've never had, or you just try to <laughs> not announce it as much? So it's, um, it's funny. I think I think I sound more Canadian when I'm in the U.S. Huh. Um, and in like a oh, I have to sound Canadian so that people don't mistake me for being American. <laughs> mm. uh, I don't want to risk it, right? Right. And, uh, and so I, but the thing is, I've been told by my Canadian friends that I sound very Canadian. Like my Canadian friends huh. think I sound Canadian. And they're like, you sound too Canadian, Alex. Mm. <laughs> um, and then I have uh, people here. Sometimes I'll be hanging out with somebody and they're like, wait, 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 wait. Go back. Let me let me hear that word again. Can yeah. you say this? Can you say that? I caught and, something uh, from you earlier, so, <laughs> but I haven't been really it, hearing did, the Canadian from you. It, it, if you hear something, feel free to stop me and call uh, me out. All right. Um, <laughs> right. I'm I'm fine with like people. I like being Canadian. I like you know my home. So if somebody wants to, you know, be fascinated by it, by all means, sure, I'll sure, talk about sure. it. Right. I was only asking because I was listening to your latest episode on the the Wax Museum with uh, Tim Matthews, I think his mm -hmm. name is. And uh, yeah, Tim Matthias. Yeah. Oh, th Tim Matthias. Like throughout the conversation, um, he keeps saying a boat, and uh, just like your, yeah. your, your your typical Canadian uh, sounding words that people can spot yep. you by. Um, yeah. So it it depends what region in Canada you're from. Like Tim's from Ontario, which sounds a lot more stereotypically Canadian. Mm. Um, whereas I'm from Alberta, um, which sounds a little bit more American, uh, depending who you ask, people have weird opinions about what sounds like what, but Got it. that's how I see it at least. Got it. Okay. Um, so I'm going to move away from the, the, the Canadian stuff. Um, mm -hmm. you definitely shared a lot of good information for us and, <laughs> yeah. and then hopefully, you know, people that listen to this can, uh, meet new cool Canadian people and, you know, approach it properly um sure. yeah so uh brandon i, I kind of had a chance a little bit to talk to you about alex before uh for this episode um but alex actually has a lot of projects going on for that, sure a lot for of sure. uh, a lot of podcasting stuff um so uh, alex you kind of care to to mention those projects yeah um is is there anyone that that you want me to start with or just like dive in and move through uh, just move through them i mean like because personally i've i've listened to your wax museum project yeah and then i started to listen to the to the people at home or the people of yeah, home. the people of home the people of yeah, home. Yeah, i started yeah. to listen to that um yeah but there's so many more other projects you're involved in and then there's also you're the the founder or owner of a company founder right? yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. actually, if you um, want to talk about that first, I'm I'm interested in to know about that. Yeah. So um, so I run Mecco Radio, um, which is Echo with an M in front of it, um, and and that's kind of the podcast network. Since I have a few podcasts, I figured why not kind of you know put them into one place where people can find them. Um, but that kind of started out um, off of off of my own small business. Um, I'm self-employed. I, I do marketing and uh, some content creation for a couple small businesses back home. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I started doing that and then uh, slowly over time built up a couple clients, got to do it full time, 
uh, and then and then I got into podcasting after kind of working with uh, with people in media. I saw podcasting as like this cool thing that I could kind of experiment with, right? Like you make videos, you make um, you make social media posts, and then you're like, okay, well, what's podcasting, right? And for me, the the idea of doing podcasting was like I had a couple reasons for it. One of the reasons was honestly I just wanted to experiment with the medium, right? To see like how how does a microphone work? Like how hmm. how can I do this? How can I communicate just through this audio medium? Right. Um, and then I um, also at the time I was I was doing a lot of reflection on my life, and I realized. I was the worst listener, like, in the world, <laughs> man. I was so bad at listening to people all the time. I just wanted to talk about myself, which anybody does. Everybody loves talking about themselves. It, feel good. it feels good, right. right? For sure, for sure. And, uh, and so, but I, I, I was particularly bad at listening to people. I noticed that when I was having conversations with people, all I would do was think, okay, what's the next thing I'm going to say? And then they'd tell a story and then I'd think, oh, I have a story that goes along with that. And you know what? It's even better. And I'd like yeah. take the conversation away and tell this huge long story that nobody was interested in. <laughs> you know, yeah, nobody yeah. cared. We're talking about, you know, Joey here, not Alex. And, uh, and so then, then slowly um, I, started using, I, I started using podcasting, My Wax Museum, um, as, as a means to force myself to sit down and listen to people and to just like sit down and and chat with them for an hour just normal people normal people from my everyday life not looking for right. any particular guests just somebody that i know sit down let me listen to you for an hour right um so where, where did that name first, come from sorry to interrupt you yeah no um so the name um i was like at the time i was really in this mindset of like my life as a museum right um we keep we keep around us these little trinkets, right? Like little things that we collect throughout our lives um, that, that mean something to us. And often, you know, you see wax figures in museums. Those are the people in museums. And uh, so I've started seeing like, well, the people in my life, those are, those are like the, the people there. If there was a museum of my life, it'd be a wax museum because it, it, it's all about the people. Right. Um, so that's, that's where the name came from. Um, and yeah, like I was saying at first I was very, it was hard to listen to people. I, I would sit there the whole time and I'd have to stop myself every time somebody told a story, I'd be like, Oh, I have something to say. And I just force <laughs> myself just like, just ask the next question. Don't give like one of your stupid anecdotes, Alex, just ask the next dang question and, uh, and learn more about this person sitting in front of you. And, and as I did that, I started to realize like, Holy cow, like people have cool things to say. Right, for sure. Yeah, and I and like you guys with your show, you you listen to these people and you create this environment for people to just like talk about what matters to them. Definitely. And uh yeah, and you've probably noticed too, like there are a lot of cool, cool people out there just in your everyday life, yeah. right? Yeah, I think the 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 hardest thing that's been for us is to actually get people that we know to even be part of the mm -hmm. show, um, which kind of sucks because, uh, like you said, we tried to create an environment to where people can just say whatever they're feeling, even if it's wrong. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Like that's yeah. somebody's opinion, exactly. and we're not here to change it. We're, if anything, 
you know, I'm going to give my two cents, but that doesn't mean that your opinion should change on what you think is right or what you feel. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I wish more people would be open to come onto the show. Um, Just because, I mean, you just never know what what could happen. Our our last guest, um, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to that episode with uh, Desiree. Um, there's, I did, yeah. Yeah, the story that she shared. I mean, the love that she's gotten from people mm-hmm. just li- who've listened. Um, and some people coming forward like, thank you for allowing me to, or showing me how I can be better, or I can act better towards my own situation. So for sure, that's for the sure. stuff that I that I think Brandon and I are aiming for, to have people come in. And, and it might not be necessarily a story to that magnitude, but it mm-hmm. might be just a certain way of looking at things that could help somebody who's going through the same thing, you know, during the same time. Yeah. So even yeah. during that, uh, that episode with Desiree, it was about two, two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, we probably spoke for five to 10 minutes out of that two hours. She took the entirety of the, the episode, not necessarily, it was nothing wrong with it. It oh, was no. just, mm-hmm. we had, we were listening to such an incredible story and, you know, somebody who was able to, you know, go through what they went through. So mm-hmm. I feel like we don't have that issue of having to, like being able to listen to people. Um, so like, yeah. like you said, we, we would love for anybody listening to, you know, always be able, feel free to come join us and tell them, you know, their truth or whatever they want to talk about. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I've been chatting with you guys for half an hour and it's like, you guys are totally welcoming. You're totally open. For sure. For sure. You know? Um, and yeah, that episode with Desiree, yeah. it was like, it, it was amazing to me because, you know, like I'm in the same boat as you guys. Like I'm a dude and I haven't had that experience. Right. Okay. Right. And and so when you when you sit down and listen to people like that, honestly, I think that's the best thing about podcasting. Yeah. Is that you have the opportunity to hear and just like just listen to somebody who has a different life story than you. Mm-hmm. And and it just opens your world. For so sure. much more. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely did that for us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. even though it was her story, like there was things that she said that I could have applied to my life and, you know, made the mm-hmm. change in that way. It and, you resonated know, after, with us. Yeah. yeah. Like after the show, I spoke to her and I let her know like, hey, like uh, some of the things you said, like I felt that I'm guilty of and I talked to my mm-hmm. wife about it and I I apologized immediately because it's like it, it put me in that realization of like, damn, like. I'm doing this to my own wife, you know, like I, I, sh- mm-hmm. I shouldn't be doing that. So, uh, yeah, like I said, that, that's the overall goal, you know? And yeah. And even if it's not every episode, it's okay. You know, we just, we still hope that we can do that, um, pretty frequently. Give people an outlet yeah. to, like I said, share their truth. Yeah. 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 I and, do. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to mention like, that's something that's in your description, like talking about, people sharing their truth, like having that opportunity to just like speak their truth yeah, and, uh, and, and share that. And I think it's awesome. That, and we, we want to be relatable to people at the same time. Definitely. Um, definitely. You know, I, I think I share this, I don't know if I shared it on air or not, but, um, you know, I'm a big Joe Rogan fan. And the reason mm-hmm. for that is because some of the guests he has are, are funny or they're interesting and I learn stuff. I, I, some people are not into that, you know, mm-hmm. but if I'm talking about being relatable, like I can't relate to Joe. I don't go bow hunting. I don't own a Tesla, yeah. you know, and I can't just get up and do whatever the hell I want. Like, you know, I, I still have a day to day life. 
and a regular sure. job that I have to show up to. Um, right. And so having conversations about things that actually affect my life, that um, affect just regular Joe Schmo like me, you know, that mm-hmm. I think that's that's the important thing that we're trying to convey also. Uh, sure. Yeah. So, sorry, go ahead uh, yeah. with your other projects. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh, and that's kind of uh, like a theme uh, that, that I see throughout my projects too, is, is trying to make it meaningful, uh, to people and, and to life. Um, so the next, the next show that I started, uh, is called the people of home. And, uh, and I, I started it cause you know, every <laughs> people so often peg you into, you know, this camp or that camp, right? Like in the U S it's Democrat or Republican, yeah. right? Um, and and everybody does that and in different scenarios and there's a lot of utility to identifying with different groups and different cultures and saying like you are this right mm-hmm. it helps us make decisions right um but it can be really damaging too so with the people of home i wanted to create an environment where we can talk about ideas uh without the the baggage of real world labels yeah. Uh, so, so the people of home is this news broadcast for a fictional nation in a fictional world where everybody like we're, we're all just homies. That's what the citizens are called. It's the country's called home and the citizens are called homies. And we're all there, uh, trying to figure out what it means to be a nation. We've been a sovereign nation for, I think it's like 446 days as of recording this. And, uh, and it's it's really interesting to see, you know, what goes into making a nation, the different ideas that people come forward when you're starting from scratch. Uh, and with that project now starting this semester, I'm actually running a simulation, an economic simulation and uh, a political science simulation for a couple of my former professors uh, to show, to help their students apply what they've been learning. So they're drafting a constitution uh, right now, we're having a uh, a flag design contest, and the citizens get to design the flags, send them in, uh, and then and then vote on which one will be like the official flag of home. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and so it's kind of a fun. It's a creative project where we talk about culture, history, economics, and culture, um, or and politics without the the labels of reality. Uh, so that's that's the project that I put the most effort into. Okay. Um, and I love it. Like it's super super fun to do, um, and really really satisfying. Uh, to when whenever I put out a new episode, I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. Right. Okay, I like that. You know. Yeah, I'm mean, that does uh, like a really fun project. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Awesome. Concept. Yeah, it is super fun. Um, and then. Uh, what else do I do? I I do a show with my little sister called Lando and Lexi. She's Lando. I'm Lexi. Nice. Um, we actually have the the same name. My name is Alexander Cole Williams. Her name is Alandra Nicole Williams. If you uh. throw an ex in Alandra, it becomes Alexandra. Parents didn't realize. They didn't realize what they were doing. But uh, yeah, they gave us the same name. Nice. Uh, yeah, so so we just sit down and chat. It's kind of an excuse for me to just chat with my little sister, right? Um, and, and you know, catch up and talk about things that we like. Um, my brother and I—I I have one brother, 
Um, and he and I started a show a couple weeks ago called The Old Goal of Truth, where we talk about philosophy um, and, uh, yeah, and just discuss. We're, we're kind of following along the great books of the Western world, is yeah. what they call them. Um, and, and we're starting with The Last Days of Socrates. Tomorrow we're recording an episode on uh, Plato's uh, The Apology. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's been interesting. We're kind of using philosophy as a means of self-improvement. Um, hmm. So yeah, those, those are the shows that I, that I personally host. So there's, there's my dumping of, of a plug <laughs> for you. <laughs> pretty man, good. Those, those are a lot of projects, man. For sure, man. Like, yeah, and it's it's a lot of fun. I stress out over this one project we got going exactly. on. Exactly, I was thinking the same thing. Like, <laughs> just trying to juggle this one. It's like, man, I can imagine four. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> how you do it, man. I mean, yeah, but you got to imagine like, podcasting is my life. That's like, it's become my social life. It's become my hobby. It's right. uh, a little bit nice, of my job nice. too. Like, so yeah, it's 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 fun. It's it's a lot of fun. How long have you guys been doing your show? Here. Actually, this Tuesday will be a year. That's a really yeah. That's a quick shout out to us. <laughs> One year locker room BFO yeah. episode. <laughs> that's serious. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So it, it'll be a year this Tuesday. Um, do we ever talk about why we started this? Like, have we ever done that? I think we've mentioned other podcasts. We've mentioned but... yeah. So yeah. just a quick Very story uh, yeah. on how this happened. Um, I think just with anybody, I enjoy conversations. Mm-hmm. And um, Brandon and I uh, have have always had good conversations. And I think what made them good is that throughout the time, without really uh, not really knowing it, we kind of try to outward play each other. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll use a big word one day and I won't know what it means. So I'll Google it and I was like, okay, I get it. And then the next day I'll try to hit him with a bigger word as we're having a conversation. Um, so it kind of just became that, but those conversations became really interesting. Um, hmm. And then I've always been told I have a face for radio. So mm-hmm. um, I was like, you know, I might as well just try it. So I've always wanted to do a podcast, but I never knew how to get it started. And mm-hmm. one of my friends actually started his own and he told me, dude, it's super easy. You don't need the whole fancy equipment right now just to get you started. And that's kind of what pushed me to it to realize that, you know what, it's, it's still money, you know, but it's a small mm-hmm. investment for something long-term. Um, sure. Yeah. And originally we were only supposed to do five episodes. Um, and then once we hit the five episode mark, we enjoyed it and like, you know what, let's see how well we do with 10. So we did 10 episodes and we did way better than expected. Hmm. And then, so we're like, well, let's just see how far we can do this. So thank God we're here. Episode 24. Uh, and you know, we're, we're just planning to keep on going. Yeah, but, a lot of progression, oh, awesome. a lot of yes. working out the kinks, a lot of, you know, trying out different methods for our podcast, different guests. So it's mm-hmm. been a, it's been a growth throughout this year so. I'm pretty excited that he asked me to do it. And we had, we even though we had a lot of awesome conversations before we even started this podcast, we fucked around a lot too. Mm-hmm. And and those those conversations, <laughs> you know, meant a lot a lot to us as well. 
So I think all that together helped us, you know, or helped him, you know, ask me to 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 join him in this journey. So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty and, dope. And overall, like it, it became an outlet for both of us. I think. Yeah. Yeah. To just just talk. I mean, I always thought that the conversations that Brandon and I had were significant. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. You know, and. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to make it seem like, like people needed needed to hear every single word that we've said, like ever. But I feel like our perspectives were not very common. Oh, okay. You know, and I think that's why I enjoyed our conversations as well too. Because no, fair enough. Um, fair enough. You know, it wasn't like we stuck to our own opinion, like. We, we could see both sides for most things. Definitely. You know, it wasn't like, no, I'm always going to vote Democrat. Like, no, I'm going to vote Republican. Like, it was never like that. It was always mm-hmm. like, I see why you would do it. Um, mm-hmm. And I can kind of see myself going that way too. But uh, just understanding it never becoming an argument. It was always a conversation. So, yeah. overall. I think that's like, that's what makes a good conversation is when you're willing to sit there, hear somebody out and be like, oh, pardon me like i was wrong you know <laughs> yeah. like maybe you're right that's an interesting idea uh, you know? yeah uh, that's a different perspective than i would have thought of you know so yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so that pushes on actually uh our third episode uh brandon couldn't make it for that one but um i talked about the perspective of of the men when they're going through the pregnancy stages like finding out the expectations mm. and stuff like that and um, I feel like I've, well, when I went through it, I didn't have anybody to talk to about it. Hmm. You know, like I kind of just had to figure it out on my own and I can only imagine how many other people or any other guys out there were, went probably through that, you know? So yeah. kind of letting everybody know what I went through and what to expect. Cause I think everybody's going to have a different pregnancy story, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. but I feel like at some point they're all. Uh, relatable like they can be traced back to the same problem just in exactly. a different way exactly. um so i had just had one of my buddies who found out he was having a baby and i wanted him to talk about his feelings and how he's doing it and what he what, what his expectations are of uh of having a baby so i think that that's what really set the tone for me like let's make this something better and like really just not force it but if we really are thinking outside the box it should be should be pretty good yeah yeah it helps um yeah it's just an environment to talk about things you know um especially in those situations where you feel like you don't have anybody to talk to the internet's amazing for like helping you find you know somebody to talk to for sure yeah Hmm. yeah so go ahead i think had we not you know (laughs) started this podcast i think we'd still have been fine having our just you know homie to homie po- mm-hmm. uh conversations yeah um but like like you said uh there was a lot of commonalities and and, and things we were already talking about so might as well you know put on the air and see if it resonates with people you know so yeah yeah especially i mean like because when i saw that you guys um might be interested in having guests i was like sure i'll do it you know yeah. any opportunity to chat with somebody new right yeah, yeah. Uh, if you guys weren't doing the podcast, I never would have been able to 
come on here and chat with you guys. Right. right? Like that's two less people that I never would have known. Right. And I never even would have heard of your podcast either. Right. Right. And uh, if it didn't exist. Right. And and so I think being able to kind of pull on people's unique perspectives on life, um, especially with a show like yours, where you're able to interview these people uh, and, and learn something from them and then share it with everybody else. Yeah. Right. You're multiplying the people who can benefit from the conversation, even if it's just one more person. Right. Exactly. No. Exactly. Yeah. That, that is that is a really good point. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Alex, uh, when you and I were messaging back and forth, um, you mentioned, obviously, you're Canadian and the fact that you're mm -hmm. here in the States studying um, to become a high school teacher. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, what subject and why high school? Um, social studies, um, and why high school? I just, um, that, that's when, that's when I felt like my life started to like, that's when I realized I had agency, like when I could make my own choices. Okay. And, uh, and so I think if I can teach high school and, and be, be there for kids, I don't, I don't want to have like a, like a starry eyed view of it where I'm like, I can change their life. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm a firm believer that like people have to want to change. Right. Right. For sure. Um, but if, if I can just be there and be like a nice person and be, be just present for, for some young students, uh, when they're also going through that, that similar mindset shift, that paradigm shift, uh, that I went through, you know, you know, hopefully I could help somebody right and uh and and do something cool i also think it'd be cool to have like a nine to five job okay um i'm self-employed right now so i kind of like the idea <laughs> of just like going into work you know working and then like going home and you know just that that's my job that's what i do right. sure. uh yeah i kind of fantasize about that i don't know if i'll like it as much as my you know my ideas like it but right yeah we'll find out that's interesting would you would you stop doing podcast if you became a no. teacher? Okay. No, yeah. no, no. Never. Yeah. Um, it's kind of addicting, right? Yeah. It is addicting. It's like it's such a satisfying hobby because you know what? If if you if you called somebody up and you said you said, "Hey man, uh do you want to like sit down with me at a table and just like talk for an hour?" Most people would be like well, do you want to like go for lunch or something? And you're like, no, no, no. I just want to sit and talk. I don't want to eat anything. Like, let's just sit and right. chat. Right. Most people will be like, okay, you're weird. You know, exactly. like, I don't want to right. just like sit <laughs> yeah. there. But then you say, you say, no, no. Okay. What if I put two mics there and we sit around this table with microphones, we record it and we put it out to the internet. Suddenly everybody's like, oh yeah, sure. Like I'll, I'll be, I'll be on your show. Right. That sounds fun. It's kind of appealing at that point, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, there's this weird thing, even if nobody's listening, exactly. they're like, oh, it'll be recorded. Interesting. Yeah. I'll come on. Sure. Yeah. Hey, guys, you guys ever cut yourselves or hurt yourselves while trimming your balls? I know I have, and I've bled a lot, too. But that's why the Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released a new and improved lawnmower 3.0. The third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. 
Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded their 7,000 RPM motor with Quiet technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. So trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code LOCKROOM at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. And again, it's 20% off plus free shipping with code LOCKROOM at manscaped.com. Guys, I don't think you're hearing me. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Just use promo code at LOCKROOM at checkout. Um, yeah, yeah. Some people are interested in because it's a, it's a new experience. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people see that... Um, or have seen stuff online where people mm-hmm. like like this whole setup yeah. seems yeah. like oh my goodness you know you're you're professional you got the whole uh, get sure. together yeah um but it must be good you know you must be doing something right yeah but nobody realizes how unprofessional literally every single podcaster is definitely <laughs> just about yeah <laughs> good point it's yeah just a bunch of guys sitting around like mics plugged in like I think this works I think this is how it works sounds uh, about right yes. <laughs> But uh, you, you mentioned, I think, at the top of the episode about how um, how hard it can be to find, like, friends who will be on yeah. the show. Um, and I've totally found the same thing. Do you, do you, like, have any idea why, like, why it's hard to, to do that? Yes. Uh, and some of, my, some of my friends listen to this and they might not like my response. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's the lack of support. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. Um, uh, so, I've been I've been doing most of the actually all of the the social media stuff and the promoting and stuff like that. Just because that's an area that Brandon's not comfortable with yet. Um, so maybe he hasn't seen that side of the business as far as like the lack of support from friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I my friends listen, and I think that's about as much as they'll do. Um, although I have like one friend who will come, who has come to the show. Actually, I actually have two friends that are within my close circle that have uh, come on the show and actually talk, but I've invited other friends and even friends that aren't in my circle. Um, and like they'll support, like I'll post something on social media and like, Hey man, good job. Continue to do it. And there's some of the friends that I know that have, uh, personal business, like clothing companies and stuff like that. And, I've asked them to come on the show like, hey, like, help, let me help you promote, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm not going to charge you and I'm not going to, you know, um, ask for money because I'm promoting your company or ask for free stuff. Like this is just my way of helping yeah. you, mm-hmm. you know, to, to reach a broader, broader audience. So I think that's that's where I'm getting at. Just the lack of people wanting to support. For sure. To so, piggyback off yeah. of that um, for both things. So when it comes to. Uh, just speaking to someone on a um, on a platform like podcasting, I never would have thought of myself doing it. Um, and to pick off of Oscar, <laughs> I don't think it's because I'm uncomfortable. I just think I'm not really a social media person, so I don't I don't feel I have value in that realm. He more so does. 
So I I've I kind of relied on him for that. Maybe you know as time goes, I, I'll I'll you know push to do that. But you know I'm just not in that that realm of like oh, I want to be on social media all the time. But um yeah like I I never when he asked me I definitely questioned like why well, I'm not I'm not that type of person. But you know as going through this experience of you know doing podcasting, it's kind of you know allow for growth for myself. You know, try to put myself mm-hmm. out there a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I, I think the intriguing part of, you know, being able to record and have this equipment, it all plays a factor in that. And and that's what's helped me. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is like it is kind of a scary thing. For sure. Like getting into this new sure. hobby. Like you said before, like you you didn't know how to get into podcasting. You said your buddy had a, had a show and he's like, no, no, yeah. like it's super yeah. easy. Uh, and it is like it it is mind-boggling easy it's really easy to enter in and it's really hard to get good right yeah. um is what i found at least and uh, as far as like getting support from people uh there there are people who um offer varying levels of support and uh, yeah. i find the most supportive people are the people who also have creative projects because they've been there like they get that's yeah. like, oh, he needs somebody to be a guest. Sure, I'll do it. Um, and and then there are there are the people who maybe just don't feel comfortable posting and stuff. But the reason I think friends are sometimes the least supportive of your creative endeavors, whatever it is, is because they know you, right? They know you better than just like because what I know about you guys is all from your show, right? right. Is all from us Definitely. chatting. Um, but then your friends, they're, they're like, oh, well, he said this dumb thing that one time. Oh, and he did that. <laughs> you know, you remember when he did that? How can he be good at podcasting? And it's just like, right. you know, and it's just because they know you. It's not necessarily like because they don't like what you're doing. It's just because they're like, well, I don't know. They're maybe a little bit more suspicious because they have a little bit more information, you know, than all the, the random people around the mm. Internet. Right. Yeah. That's what I found, at least. Right. I feel like in that situation, yeah. they think they know you. Compared mm-hmm. to them, they knowing you. They, they, you know, they think they have a good concept of who you are, and, um, you know, you doing podcasts. Yeah, I stuff. think that's better because, yeah, because it's like, you know, when I came out with with the show, it was like, like when when did you want exactly. to do this? Like you've never really exactly. talked about mm-hmm. it. You know, like it came out of the blue. Yeah. Because um, Brandon was my first choice in doing this. Don't lie. Um, and then I had no. You were you really were my first. You lied on the camera, man. I lied um, on the on the podcast. <laughs> uh, and I had other friends kind of reach out to me, like, "Why didn't you ask me to do it?" Right. So it's just kind of like, you know, I wasn't thinking of you at first when I wanted to do this. Right. And it's just because, like, like I said, I enjoy the conversations I have with Brandon. So, right. Right. Um, and I mean, yeah. everybody has different skills, and you know, yeah, like you probably have other friends who would have made great co-hosts For sure. too, right? Um, yeah. But, you know, you go with Brian because you're like, hey, this is the guy, like, I feel like he's going to he's gonna support me in that. If it's the first one that comes to mind and it works out, like, awesome, you know? Um, and that's that's with any anything you have, you know? Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, why, why did you eat at Chick-fil-A today and not In-N-Out, right? It's like, well, okay, because I was right at Chick-fil-A. Like, it was there. Right. Yeah. How ironic. I doesn't really mean do. you like one better yeah. than the other. You might, but 
you know. So, uh, what has been like the biggest culture shock for you since coming to Canada? Oh, that's a good question. Biggest culture shock. Um, Ooh. Okay. I have one. Okay. Uh, guns. <laughs> that's like guns. Like back home, uh, back home we have guns. Uh, we, I, from what I understand, we do have more strict laws on them. Um, but I mean, we had guns on scout camps and, um, like, you know, we went shooting, you know, like whatever, right. Everybody went hunting in the fall. Okay. Um, but just like the general, the general culture of, of guns is like a really weird, weird thing to me. Like a lot of people, a lot of my friends, I'll be like, well, why do you have guns? And they're like, well, because I got to protect me and my family. Mm. I'm like, from what? <laughs> Man. Uh, you know, like we're in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> and I don't know. I'm, I'm cool. Everything's chill still, like still have food. Right. right? I think I, I think uh, obviously that's not every American that sees it that way, but it's the other side too. It's the other side who's shouting back, mm. right? Yeah. Um, I, I always say that like, uh, a Canadian liberal looks conservative to an American liberal and a Canadian conservative looks liberal to an American conservative. Mm. Oh, um, wow. That just, just cause of the little bit of difference in, in politics. Definitely. I just, that, that's just something I've noticed. Obviously it's not everybody. I think most Americans are basically identical to Canadians. Like we're, you know, we're pretty <laughs> similar people. Right. But, uh, I have seen a few, a few small differences that I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Huh. That's fun. Yeah. That is interesting. I would have figured coming from Canada where you do hunt a lot more mm-hmm. than down here because of the wilderness that you guys do have sure. up there. Yeah. Um, that. Yeah. Actually, I never even thought about like how how different that would be. I feel like yeah. we have a type of conversation yeah. like, well, oh, about why do you need that AR-15 in your house to protect your family? We have you know what had I'm a saying? conversation. Um, yep. is, is that what you're more correlating to in terms of protecting yourself that you've heard, Alex? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just in general, like, you know, um, yeah, I just I just think that... <laughs> is it the magnitude of the guns, like, you know, it, the ARs? Well, it's or not the even the magnitude clips? of the gun. It's it's more the casualness okay. of no, it. Okay, definitely oh, agree with okay. that as well, for sure. I, you know, I, I was at a, at a party and somebody just had a gun yeah. on the belt. And I was like, interesting. Nice. I was like, very fascinated yeah. by it. Uh, I was, I wasn't scared or anything. Like, you know, right. Um, I was just more like fascinating. Like, I am in a different mm. country. Right. And I think that's for different parts of, yeah, of, you, of America as well. I don't feel like there's a lot of Americans just walking around with a gun. Like, it would probably be in yeah. Texas. You know, you know where their 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 gun laws are a lot more right, looser. Right. Um, yeah. 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 Like, I live in Idaho. Um, where it's very For rural, sure. there's yeah, a lot of farmers, definitely. like, you know, that it's, there's a different culture around it. And I think that's a big thing as well. Like, uh, you got to look at different mm. regions in any country, mm. right? Like any country is like this. You got to look at, well, where are they speaking mm. from? Right. You know, what, how did they get brought up differently to see, see this, this way and that, that way. Yeah. Um, you know, it goes back to that listening. Like just like sit down and chat with people, find out what they think. Right. Yeah. No. Usually, uh, I guess 
are part of Southern California, if you see somebody with a gun on their belt, you might exactly. want to leave the party. Immediately. <laughs> it's a little strange. Yeah. 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 My sister lives in Southern California, actually. Okay. So cool. I, I get down there a couple times a year. Nice. Yeah. What region, like area do you we're guys We're in Southern live California in? as well. So we are about an hour with no traffic with from no LA. Traffic. About an hour and a half. Hour, hour, yeah, hour and a half, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're familiar yeah, with, that's about, with Palm Springs, we're about 30 minutes uh, west. No, east. East of uh, Palm okay. Springs. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. See, so is that like south south of LA? Uh, it would it east, would be no. we're west of LA. We're west. Yeah, of west. LA. Sorry, sorry, west. No, no, you'd be east. LA is like LA is like on the on the coast, isn't it? Depending yeah. on the area, I guess it is. LA yeah. County is huge. I guess okay, because yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah so. I guess it's a huge yeah, yeah, place, yeah. right? You're thinking depends. generic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, if you would see that, yeah, we would probably uh, leave immediately, sure. <laughs> and uh, you know, probably not exactly. look back or not exactly. go there ever again. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's actually pretty scary, man. Being shot at. Uh, it happened to me a couple years ago. Really? Um, yeah. It was. It was kind of like a high school reunion party because all the people at high school were there, um, and. You know, thing the area we were at just wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. But um, some people started fighting, and then just hear it like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> "That's your gun impression." <laughs> <laughs> That's my gun impression. I don't know what I don't know what a gun sounds like, but that's just what I heard. Um, Holy cow! Yeah, and actually, the the, the funny part uh, about it was, I ended up hiding in the same place as um, a guy that. I didn't like, and he didn't like me. Mm. Um, but the mutual circumstance and probably fear of what was going on, like he reached out and was like, "Hey, dude, are you okay?" Like, just yeah. and kind of trying to be like, "Yo, we got to stay here," you know, like don't move or whatever. Yeah. Um. So that was a, that was like an interesting reaction. That I actually I've never talked to anybody about this, like that particular part. Um. So. It's interesting, right? Like the yeah. the fear that you get put in, and then you're just able to be able to be with yeah. one, or like not be with one. That sounded kind of corny, um, but I guess put put the the bullshit aside, exactly. you know, with mm-hmm. person you don't like to just kind of be humane for a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like I, I mean, you see that um, with with any any crisis. Like you you can see people um, really showing like who they are, for right? Sure. Like yeah. that guy, you know, as much as you might not get along normally, he's probably like a pretty nice guy. Like he doesn't want you to get hurt. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, like you're both in this awful situation. So you look out for yeah. each other. Right. Actually, we were friends. And then I don't know what happened. Um, and then we just did not like each other. Um, I think. And then after that situation happened, like we were fine again. Like, I mean, we weren't like friends again, but it right. wasn't like. Oh, I hate you, or you hate me, type of thing. Right. I was kind of like, "Hey, what's up, dude? How are you?" Like, we kept a very, very yeah. chill. After yeah, I think that. even with this situation so. of uh, COVID nineteen, I, I feel like it forces you to, to uh, if there's any issues you have with family members or even within your relationship, you're able to 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 put that stuff aside for, you know, t- to get through this together. Um, it right, forces right. you to to get past those issues and 
and, and work to a common goal of, you know, keeping each other good and, you know, making sure you guys are safe, especially during this, this epidemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, just any moment of, of peace in, during chaos is, is good. Exactly, so, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not arguing with your significant other, you know, it's that's pretty good, especially with, like, what's yeah. going on right now. Yeah, and it makes you wonder, like, why can't we just be like exactly. that all the time? Why can't exactly. we just, like, be exactly. chill and just talk to people like other human beings? Exactly. Uh, yeah. I think it's because we don't, we don't have, like, it's something we all have in common. Like, we're all going through this, so that's how exactly. we unite. And right. In order to get through it, we need stay to, home. <laughs> you know, we'll stay home, but like kind of put exactly. the BS aside. But when there's nothing like that is really putting us together, like it's easy to bicker and fight yep. about other yep. things because yeah. you have the time to do it. <laughs> I guess yeah, I guess that's probably the the best yeah, thing it, for that. It's totally true. I mean, you look at you know how much patriotism goes up if if the country's in exactly. a war, right? Yeah. Like if you all feel threatened by the same thing, okay, yeah, we're buddies. Like. You're American. I'm American. Definitely, you know, definitely, like, yeah. definitely. You know, it's it's like suddenly, suddenly, you're best friends, no matter where you where you yeah. come from, and yep. uh, yeah, and hopefully, hopefully, people can kind of, if if they felt that at all during this pandemic, hopefully they can take carry it along with them for out sure. of the pandemic for sure, right? <laughs> and, and I feel like this situation, it's more elongated, but it's very similar to 9/11 in terms of us being united and. Even if it being as simple as wearing a mask to protect each other mm-hmm. from, you know, whatever what's going on. Um, yeah, like whatever kind of bull crap. Obviously, we have these unnecessary protests. For my, It's my opinion. They're very mm-hmm. unnecessary. They're, they're not right. beneficial for anything. But for the, you know, 90% of the country, I feel like we're all united in, in, in this goal of, of even though it's a, a we're in like a financial crisis as well there's this health crisis that's even more scarier, you know? So I feel like putting mm-hmm. that first and us uniting and being able to protect each other, we're going to a supermarket or wherever we're going, that's essential. Um, you know, we're, we're united in, in the situation because this virus has yeah. no, uh, you know, it doesn't care who you are, rich, poor, yeah, you, whatever neighborhood you look, it, it has, it has no geo recognition of where you come from. It is going to go after everybody. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like being united is like the best thing we can do for right now. Yeah. 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 United and stay exactly. away from each other. Exactly. All at the yeah. same time. Yeah. United and in, in, in the park all at the same time. Yeah. I've never felt so, so good to have people avoid me on the street. <laughs> it feels great. <laughs> Definitely. Depending on the time of the day, I've always had people avoid me. <laughs> and, and, you know, it just depends on what I'm wearing, too. Like, if I'm wearing a hoodie, they probably yeah. tend to avoid me. I can't avoid it. I work with them. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so speaking of unity yeah. right um i guess the one person that would technically be the one to keep us united as a country um suggested that we should inhale or inject or digest uh disinfectant <laughs> so my question is is that something we're all doing is that a thing are we supposed to <laughs> that a thing what do you think alec i think i think every human being is smarter than that uh i hope so alex i didn't i hope so so. (laughs) i hope so i hope so um i i saw i i didn't actually see um like exactly Mm -hmm. what he said um but i did i did hear about it i'm like it's 
it's just hilarious <laughs> yeah. to me that like that somebody would that like even if that's not a direct mm-hmm. quote that like somebody would say something that everybody else would be like wait a second <laughs> did i hear that right right like you just right. said you know um it's just so weird it is so like i feel like i'm just living in the strangest yeah. time like it, it's just hilarious to me to hear these things um i i did see something somebody said uh it was like in a youtube comment somebody said the people who like donald trump uh take him seriously but not literally and the people who don't like him take him literally but not seriously and right. I, kinda, I thought that mm. was like actually pretty insightful is, and then there's great. all the people in between who are like you say a lot of very yeah. weird things um, I'm just going to be over here living my life. Thank you exactly. very much. <laughs> no, actually, that's a really Definitely. good way of putting it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. And I, that. I, I can't take credit for that. That was uh, somebody in some YouTube comment, and maybe they got it from somewhere else. I don't know. But, right. Uh, we'll give you credit for exactly. putting it in a locker room. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> we'll give you I, that was, I was actually watching uh, but, it live. I've been pretty tuned in uh, obsessively, unfortunately, during the situation. Yeah. So I was watching the press conference. Brandon's kind of a <laughs> a Trump, not hater, but um, a Trump dislike. I'm a Trump disliker. I like that better. Okay. You know, a Trump disliker. But okay, I don't yeah, want to yeah. get too political because in this situation, obviously, I, I, I'm not a big fan of the guy. You know. Um, yeah. But a small part of me felt kind of bad for him. Because during this, mm-hmm. while he was saying that, I felt like he needed a lifeline as he was looking at the doctors and experts as he was saying that. <laughs> he, 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 he would say he would make those comments and then look at the doctor for confirmation that he was correct. And they weren't giving him anything. They At one point, one of the mm-hmm. doctors was looking away or looking down. And she was like, I felt like she was like, why, why in the hell am I here right now? This guy is making no mm-hmm. sense. But, you know, I, like I said, I felt kind of bad for him. Um and I feel like, you know, obviously the media is is taking this situation and, and, and making it as big as it, as it is because it's it could affect people's lives. If there's yeah. somebody that supports Trump and believes in everything that he says, they might take him literally, even though in some cases they, they, they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. They take him literally and, and, and mm-hmm. feel like that's what I need to do. So that that part is kind of serious. But yeah. the whole yeah. situation to me was, was, was hilarious, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. The the internet yes. was relentless yes. after yeah. that one. It yeah. was relentless. For li- for Lysol, uh, the yeah. company to have to come out and tell people do not ingest this these chemicals or any type of disinfectant, I thought it was like, wow, we've got this low during a situation that, you know, the obvious had to be stated, but you know. Yeah, but I mean I mean like even then, mm-hmm. like what was it, like a year or two ago, you know, there's that Tide Pod challenge oh, yeah. and like some people like actually yeah eight Tide yeah, Pods, that's you know, and it's like, why? <laughs> why? why? Exactly. You know, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Man. The world yeah. we never know. Yeah. There's always going to be silly, silly yeah. stuff that, that people have to come out and be like, Hey, uh, no, that's, that's yeah, a bad idea by the way, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, Alex, man, it, it's been, it's been fun having you, man. Um, I really enjoyed our conversation. For sure. Um, I, I enjoyed your openness and willing to talk to us. 
Thanks. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's been great. Definitely always welcome back on the Locker Room BO, man. Whenever you have some cool topics to talk about or if there's any updates in your yeah. life, man, any other new podcast you're, you're going to be a part of. Always, you know, come down and yeah, I'll come on. I'll come on every week <laughs> if we can like we have a little it. segment <laughs> at the beginning and be like today in Alex's life, and yeah. I'll be like, yeah. So today, uh, I I made you know this type of waffle for the first time went really nice. well. Uh, thanks for joining me. Uh, now back to the boys. <laughs> right? Yeah, I like that. A little a little update. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like yeah, that. yeah. Just a, just a, just a little tidbit. People are like, I wonder how for Alex sure, is doing. Yeah. Well, you're about to find out, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. Locker Room Bio just got a new right? segment. The Alex, the Alex Williams update, show. Update with Alex. Uh, <laughs> um, anywhere that uh, our followers can can find you and listen to you. Yeah, uh, so you can find me uh, pretty much anywhere at Alex Williams. That's Alex W I L L I A M N S. And uh, if if you want to find any of the shows. Uh, go to mechoradio.com. That's echo with an M right before it, uh, radio.com. So that's that's where I'm at. You can find everything I'm doing nice. there. Just not the waffle thing. That's going to be an exactly. exclusive locker room. <laughs> exclusive exclusive yes, content. Uh, right we, ha- we have to keep those updates exclusive <laughs> nice. to you guys. Nice, yeah, nice. yeah. That's um, awesome. That, that is awesome. So uh, any questions for us, Alex? No, I I loved being on your show. Actually, I'd love to have uh, both of you guys uh, interview you guys on my wax oh, museum. Nice. Uh, just definitely sure. down with that, brother. Sit down yep. sometime. Uh, yeah, we can schedule that. Just Sounds let me know. Good, man. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, like I said, we'll keep in contact. Um, let me know when uh, you want to make it happen. B and I we're we're opened just about every sure. weekend. Um, especially now with exactly. the COVID yeah, going it. on. Yep. <laughs> so we really don't have an excuse of why exactly. we can't make it. <laughs> yep. So, uh, but yeah, uh, usually uh, Saturday and Sunday works for us. For sure. So Perfect. Yeah. Let we'll us know. Keep in touch about Sounds it. Sounds good, man. Yes, sir. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, stay safe, everyone. Peace. Later. The most dedicated.